low fidelity, low fidelity. Yes, I know, please stop telling me. Low fidelity, low fidelity. Yes, I know, please stop telling me. Okay, well, welcome to Low Fidelity. This is the first episode of Low Fidelity. I'm Ralph Pellimanter. I'm joined by Grant McNeil, who's doing all things technological. Can you say hello? Hi. Were you picked up there? Just about. Yeah. Great, technology, right? <laughs> Works. Um, and I'm absolutely privileged and honoured to say that our first guest for this new show is Kimberly Ann, who's here. Hello. Hello. How are you doing then? I'm good. I just you... had a really greasy bag of chips. We, we watched. We made it really awkward. We were completely silent and we just watched you... Um, I didn't give you any, any I feel, still feel bad, you just had salt on it, that was That, that was, was fine, I'm a, I have simple needs, I'm a cheap date. You simple tastes, mm. yes. Um, have you ever been taken out on a date and they just got you chips? Mm, no, but I have dated someone who ended up in the toilet of a KFC and I stayed with them while they fell asleep on the, in the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> so that's just my fast food relations. It was a first date, obviously, there wasn't a second one. So on a first date, mm. they took you to KFC? They got so drunk... That they went to KFC? No, I don't think they were conscious when I took them to KFC. Basically... Were I, you trying to sober them up? Yeah, I found them outside sort of being sick and then no cab would take them, obviously because of the puke-idge. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so basically <laughs> across the road was KFC, so I just thought, you need some food and then they went downstairs to be sick some more and so I just waited with them while they fell asleep on the toilet and slept it off. You, I mean, that's the nicest thing you can really... Like, I mean, that's a very nice deed that you did there. You could have... You know. I could, yeah. Oh, I obviously was tempted. Yeah, because uh, that's but, a bit annoying on no, a first date. If that was me. Yeah, that is true. Or with one of my friends. Like, I don't think and that someone would... left. I just like it's not cool. From but the... it was. It got to like four four a.m. and I was like, right. I need to do something about this. Yeah, that's good. That's good. But I was going to say that from the little I've known you, I can't imagine you doing any of those things that you've just said. <laughs> getting being sick outside. <laughs> Being like that on a first date, I'm going to go into KFC. We should hang out more. Yeah, really. Is that a regular? <laughs> Let's see what happens after the show. So, um, so yeah. Well, I mean, we met like I think about a year ago now. Yeah. Um, and but I don't think I've seen you because you, you've been well. We've been away, but you've been like mega busy. Um, so what you've been? I think I last saw you about six months ago. So what, what have you been? I know you've been, been on up tour. to. I feel like it hasn't been that long, but it has. I've like almost finished a, a record, which is. Pretty decent. Is this going to be an album? It is an album, That's yeah. My, my, Has this been announced? Um, it's about to be. It's about to be announced. And Let's make sure this podcast doesn't ooh, go out until yeah. then. Yeah, when is it going out? Oh, dear. Tomorrow, it's live. This oh, is the oh, first ever live oh, podcast. Oh, brilliant. So I can just speak in actual. That's fine. And <laughs> Yeah, the first single is coming out um, very soon, so that's going to be announced. And I'm going to do my first ever headline tour in October, which is exciting, but also petrifying. Because if no one comes, it's going to be really, really If no one comes, it's all on you. That's it's the thing. All on when me. you're supporting, you can got... just be like, <laughs> yeah. those, oh, the Rolling Stones, they didn't bring anyone once again. What are they like? But... <sighs> This is, so where, where, do you know the dates yet? For this um, or the, or no, the, I just know that I'm playing London on the 8th. And where in London? Um, it could be subject to change, but I think for now we've just left it as Barfly. Okay, Barfly. Oh, it's a long story. Nice. I was meant to play next month, but then we changed it. It was a long month. Okay. Anyway, but um, yeah, so we're just waiting to plan it all. So it should be quite exciting and scary, but with a band as well. I've never played with a band. So. Okay, that's cool. Wait, big, I, big movements. A band? Because you're always by yourself doing loads of different things. For those yeah. who haven't seen Kim Leanne, so she has like a setup, which is like, well, you just so it's like toms, guitar, and do you have keys there as well? No, I use a African xylophone, which is called a balafon. Okay. And I loop some little things with that. Yeah, a floor tom and a snare. Um, I've been 
going to samba drumming classes, nice. which has been quite fun. So I was just like, I'm going to need some more people because, you know, my samba breakdowns sound really sad because yeah, it's yeah. just me. Oh, <laughs> the me. loneliness yeah. of a samba breakdown. The, the most lonely, like, Rio <laughs> Carnival breakdown ever. Yeah. So I was just like, I need some friends now and some bass. So, um, yeah, it's still with a, f a few elements of looping just so we can get the polyrhythms in because the whole album's really rhythmically driven. Um, mostly because I couldn't afford a drum kit originally when I was making my demos. Yeah. So all of these rhythms were sort of be made up from things around my house. So we went in the studio to replicate them and they all sound a bit weird. So now I just try and hit things on stage to replicate it. That's cool though. Yeah, That's it is nice. cool. I do, I do like it when you've got sort of drum sounds which you can't necessarily identify straight away. Yeah, oh, that's my IKEA cool. table. Oh, I've got yeah. one of those. <laughs> it would be amazing if someone was like, that's the Ikea table there. <laughs> That's model four, five, And the serial seven. number, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just reel it <laughs> off. There's probably someone out there that can do that. Um, so, so, yeah, so album coming out, tour very soon. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, very exciting times. It is, it is. It feels like, everything feels like it takes twice as long as you think it will in music. But you just... Yes, I know, I know the feeling. You know, but I it know just has feeling. to blossom in its own way. Yeah. Which I've learned to not be the impatient Aryan that I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, so, I mean, I, I should explain the concept of the show to you as well as the listener. It can be a double, because you don't fully know what you've got yourself, sort of a vague concept. But this, this idea is going to be a sort of extension of those who might know the Ralph's Balcony series and things like that. So we like to do a lot of collaborations, and obviously we really like your music, so we're so happy that you can come along and do this. But the idea is um, we're going to write a song today, um, in a very short period of time and then we're going to form the song and then we're going to talk about it so it's I mean it's already five so let's see how that goes I've um, only got parking for the next hour and a half so uh... well it's going to be really quick <laughs> it's going to be low low fidelity really low low fidelity <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah well let's let's get on with that then oh cool okay I'm Kimberly Ann and this is the first episode of low fidelity I ain't the type to follow blindly You ain't the one to come find me Oh, how you doing? Oh, how you been? I think of you so often This hard time, it softens Oh, just a fall A sweet reprieve My world's smaller now It's smaller than it's ever been I find myself hoarding now, hoarding memories of the time that we spent, you and I. I was in need of attention, trying to figure out what's broken. You were just there, just happened to be there. I know him better than I ever knew you. It looks like you. Think he smiles like you. My world's smaller now, it's smaller than it's ever been. He's my world now, a living memory of the time that we spent, you and I. Oh, darling, you gave me what I need. Oh, sweet darling, give me exactly what I need. Though it's not the way you see And it's just a memory Of the time that we spent You and I 
of the time that we spend, you and I. So yeah, well, I mean, that we just finished playing that song now, and in the miracles of editing, we've had a cup of tea and chatted about some silly things. Now we're back to the sort of final segment of the show, and it's the first one, so I'm sort of explaining the format as we go. Uh, we're now just going to kind of chat about the song that we've just written, which is entitled The Dress, and kind of what it was like, and, you know, some interesting things that we might want to point out about the tune. So, I mean, um, first of all, I mean, the lyrics are kind of quite major thing for me in terms of songs if not the main thing so like what's do you want to talk about the story that we've concocted um kimberly yeah it took it's taken a bit of a dark turn there were many swift turns left and right weren't there with this one yes yeah um i basically arrived uh and you and uh, grant were jamming an idea that started out with some some lyrics that seem to describe a couple that had become distant from. Well, you know, you you're sort of. I mean, the the. I mean, quite often, what happens with me when I'm writing a tune is, kind of, I just put in fake words. Uh, the fake words, they're real words. I mean, they're, they're English words, but they don't really have a particular meaning to begin with. They're kind of more to just fit a melody, um, and sometimes they stay, like in this case, and sometimes they get sort of deleted. So there were these sort of words, which is like, uh, I, ain't the, I ain't the type to follow blindly and you ain't the one to come find me, but uh, hey, how you doing? How you been? Sort of thing. And the idea was sort of in my head, but I say sort of vaguely in my head, was that perhaps it was a couple that had split up and hadn't seen each other in a long time. And he's sort of writing to her or in some way contacting her or they bumped into each other. And it's just like, oh, how are you doing? As you would sort of thing, you know? And now it's that, but then it evolved quite quickly, didn't it? Yeah, because it was sort of like a sort of country vibe. Yeah. You're playing the, the little chords and nice little finger-picking melodies. And then I think I was like, cool, can we twist it on its head a little bit and make it uh, not a typical... A twist. You, yeah, just Wanted create a, a slight twist. Yes. Um, and then I proceeded to list off um, <laughs> some... Criminal activity. You did. Um, I did. Yeah. We had I to was, edit that out. Yeah, we edited that out. I stopped for a while. Um, my imagination went a bit wild. I think I, it's because Orange is the New Black is coming out. That is tomorrow. true, but also I think we should specify at this point because I think you're incriminating yourself because by saying that we edited oh, not me. it out, no, that's what I mean. Oh, I, want, no, I think that mean? we should say that <laughs> the criminal activity that we were discussing had nothing to do with Kimberly. No, no. I just learned yeah. of. Um, some criminal. Oh, do you know? What? Maybe we shouldn't speak. No, because if you learn <laughs> no, to it, fine. No, no. you need to go to the police. No, no, I don't need. To. No, it was just um, <laughs> there has been some situations come to light around me recently that has the theme of possibly being locked away for a long yeah. time. Yeah. So we we were, that was on our minds. That was on our minds. Um, like crime, like crime. Crime's always on my mind. Light, light version, like L I T E. Oh, like that's... diet, diet crime. Yeah. It wasn't like. Yeah. Murder or anything. No. Um, and then we got talking about This Is England. Yes. As well. So there's a there's a story in This Is England, those who've seen it, where essentially it's a, a guy who's been in prison for a long time, but he's been holding on to the memory of this girl that he was with before he went to prison, but it was only one night they were all together. And they perceived the night very differently. So he saw it as a very magical thing and she saw it as quite a horrible thing. Um, those who've watched This Is England will know what it is but that sort of stuck and we sort of thought let's prison. try something that prison <laughs> um and then the girl is is out of prison and they are kind of talking to each other yeah um but then you thought if the girl maybe from that one night actually had a kid 
Yes. Um, and I suppose in it, what we're kind of doing is the one, that one night has affected both their lives massively. Yeah. yeah. And they both see it in very different ways. And it, this is kind of brought out in the final sort of, would you call it a coda? That's the fancy word, is it? Yeah. Coda, yes. Um, that's what we're doing. We use fancy words, but the sort of ending to it, where basically they're saying, like, you gave me exactly what, what you need, but it's not the way you see, like, because they both perceive it in a very different way. And what they've both given each other, which is what we decided, is the guy that one night is really helping him through his time in prison, because he's in prison now, and the girl has got... A little boy who is the apple of her eye. Oh, I'm glad you decided it's a boy because that was, you know. Well, we nice. say he's, he he's my world now. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah. yeah but it's true. And also, it's kind of you could perceive the line of I know him better than I ever knew you. Yeah. You could think she's talking about a new partner. Yes. A new boyfriend and trying to make him jealous or whatever. But actually, she's talking about a lovely song. Yes. It's very nice. So it's, I think it's like. Well, it's a bit sad, actually. It's a bit sad, but I think... He was just there, and to her it was just the one night, but... Yeah, but to him it's been the thing. But they're both benefited. But that's it. I think think the last bit's quite optimistic, because it's like... um, I don't know, that you give a... Like, the idea that, like... I don't know. You know that Rolling Stones, you can't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need. It's that, isn't it? I mean, it rings true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this song's going to do just as well. I think it might do better. (laughs) Don't think... They're quite an obscure band aren't they <laughs> um i'll look no, them up later you'll look them up yes um so and we've called it the dress I mean, do you want to explain why the dress well we were trying to think of a title <laughs> that represents um something that can be perceived or seen completely differently from two different sides and i just plucked on popular culture i.e the fact that most of us live on facebook and my brain obviously couldn't think of anything more advanced so i just went the dress yeah. that dress where everyone thought it was yellow it and white or laugh. if it was blue and a little bit of silver um so yeah it's kind of intellectually um not that much but um it applies everyone knows well they might know they might not know it could reference the dress knows. she was wearing that night or yeah. the dress that he's fantasizing about or every the night. famous dress i the dress. that dress which i hope everyone knows what we're talking about with the different colors that can be interpreted mm. so when that went big i woke up and checked my twitter and various people had tweeted me the picture of this dress right being like what color do you see this and the thing is i'm colorblind and I just oh. thought that word had got out that I was colorblind. <laughs> and like 30 people were just being really mean to me on Twitter, oh. just being like, what color do you think this is? And it wasn't until the afternoon <laughs> that I found out there was an actual thing. And like these random people weren't just being like, yeah, it's big on Ralph. That He's would colorblind. be pretty hard. Yeah, well, it would be. a great prank though, wouldn't it? Weird we'd prank. We'd organize it. <laughs> well, like a really mean, a in- mean. viral flash mob of yeah. your Twitter. It's <laughs> one thing about To Kill a King fans, they're really mean <laughs> and organized. They're mean and organized. But when so, I arrived today... Yes. So how many colors can you see in my shirt? Because you're like, I mean, that's a very I'm colorful shirt. I'm not certain I want to go into this, but essentially okay. I see... Um, a slightly different bit of the spectrum to you. So I do see colours, okay. but what I see as, say, green, you might not see as green. Oh. Like, I might see... The one for me is, which was classic when uh, playing cricket at school, it was fine when we used the full weighted ball, because that uh, was red. Right, okay. But the wind ball is orange, and in bright grass, that used to just blend in, because bright grass is, is very orange to me. So it would just be like... 
it would disappear. I'm fascinated. Wow, I know you don't want to go into there we go. it. Well, no, it's, I think we should do yeah, another yeah, show. I think we should yeah. meet up in no, exactly I'm, a week's I'm, time I'm, and I'll discuss... Um, I think with me, I'm just taken back to school when people were just like, what colour's this then? And I'd be like, oh, God. No, but I'm, I'm well into... I've just come from a music slash philosophy festival oh yeah and talking about realists versus surrealists and how people and animals see the world differently so we're gonna have a chat about this mm. we will do we absolutely will cool. do um so um but not now no. in a week's time when we do our spin-off <laughs> <laughs> color blind looking at things with ralph <laughs> <laughs> um i see you see we all see <laughs> not even actually that's weird. Um, okay, so let's move on from that bit and maybe edit out some bits. But, Can I um, ask a question? Go on, yes. Um, how has this process gone the way you imagined it? Well, this is, it's been really exciting because um, it was so much easier than I anticipated. Not that I was expecting it to be particularly hard because I know we've done stuff together and I know that like uh, you're very good, Grant's very good and I'm, I'm all right sort of thing. Shit. So... Um, it's I'm all right. <laughs> so, but it was it was just nice the way that I think one of the things I had in mind with this because there is I suppose a sort of time constraint on it. I think I know I'm like this, and I think you might be similar in that you can be quite precious about the music that you put out, um, and I think that is obviously a good quality uh, a good quality to have because you want everything that you put out to be really refined and the best thing you know what I mean but I think there's something quite interesting about just seeing what happens in that moment you know what I mean so you've only got a limited period of time and you know in also a limited amount of things it's only going to be acoustic and voices really so it's interesting to see what you create in that and that it doesn't it doesn't not that it doesn't matter but that it doesn't um and again, not that it doesn't really have a purpose, but almost it doesn't really have a purpose, this. It is just a thing that's interesting about us creating something. It's not for my album, it's not for your album, it's not going to be like... It would be lovely if people really like it and stuff like that, but it's not like... It's not necessarily for anything other than the interesting thing of trying to create stuff. And I think that's what I'm interested in exploring with this podcast, basically. Yeah. Kind of what just happens when you get in a room and... It's a song sort for the sake of writing a song, and it's not exactly. for any sort of like. Which direction. is why we all started in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> there was a lot of joy, like when you started out, just making songs for yourself. No one heard them except for like your mum and dad, and maybe one of your mates if you were, you know, dared really to play it to courage, them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or your angry next door neighbour. Um, yes. <laughs> Again. Um, and how how did you find it? Because that was going to be my. <laughs> I like this one. None of the others. Uh, yeah. How how I mean going going into it today? Did you have any sort of uh, preconceptions or any sort of thoughts of what totally. it might? Totally. Didn't want to come. Didn't want to come. No, you've been putting <laughs> it off for weeks now, Jake. Um, well, yeah. I've I haven't. I've been so focused on recording and stuff I sort of haven't been writing at all so sometimes you know like the fountain the fountain of creativity is kind yeah. of always there but if you haven't visited it in a little while yeah you just sometimes get a little bit insecure that you'll just show up and have nothing yeah <laughs> and then you'll be like oh they're gonna regret inviting me didn't say anything um so yeah I'm glad I was able to contribute prison well, um, to that, the whole thing well and also that just was not the case as well you contributed yeah. lots it's been really good but um, I, I, what I find really refreshing is that um, we all can be guilty of overthinking things sometimes. And always to a point that it's paralysing that I can get halfway through a song and be like, oh, 
no, it's not what I want it to be. So it just sits there and yeah. you're just sort of like, it's not, it's not going to do what I want it to do. And you're just, cause it's not it's perfect, but it's nice to give yourself permission to uh, be empowered enough just to be like, it is what it is. And then it go in the moment. Cause there's probably so many times I've just written something instinctively and then gone back and edited it where it probably should have just stayed as it was. Someone clever once said, um, artists never finish work. They abandon it because nothing's ever finished. Yeah. Um, so that's how I feel. Sometimes you just have to, walk away yeah well absolutely i mean i think we know from because with us it's slightly different because there's five of us mm. and so there, there can be debates that go on about stuff and it's great because <laughs> our album's now been out for a little while and it's funny we've been doing this other podcast which is uh, me ben and uh, sometimes me ben and grant as well discussing each song by song um and how it came about and stuff like that and it's quite funny being reminded of some of the arguments that we had about say cutting something down or how loud a certain part should be or even whether a certain part should be there and or not. Yeah. But then now that we've had some time away from it mm. and then going back to listen to tracks again, it's like I couldn't imagine the tracks being any other way than they are. Yeah. Even though at the time you might have felt really passionately that it needed another like chorus at the end or you know what I mean? Yeah. It's that interesting thing and like, yeah, I mean maybe maybe once yours is out and there's been time we can do this again because I'd love to hear what you feel once your album is out there and you've had, because you're right in the middle of it now. Which well, is... I had a split personality, so it oh, really? would be like, you said to finish it like this, well, you said this. Well, this would be a really interesting <laughs> one because yeah. uh, I don't need to be there. You can just talk amongst yes, yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she always does this. <laughs> um, well, it's been absolutely wicked and thank you so much for coming along. Um, so, last plug for yourself. Please plug away. Plug away. Plug away. Um, <laughs> if you possibly enjoy um, acoustic pop married to indie with an obsessive love, love affair with Brazilian and African rhythms, check out my music. Uh, uh, my name's Kimberly Ann. I'm on Twitter and Facebook and all that lot. And I'm putting out a little record next year. It'll be nice to see. It's not going to be little. It's not going to be little. It's going to be massive. It's going to be an obese record. You're not going to be able to put it on your record player. It's going to be just (laughs) too big.